Ah, <sighs> all right, cool. Well, I'm I'm ready whenever you guys are. I, I'm gonna have a little yeah. tequila shot since today was an annoying day at work. It wasn't bad. Bro, it's not. It's could you wait three minutes till five o'clock? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Just kidding. You know what? Fine, do, I will. You Hubble. do. You do. You. No, you, you start. You. Start the show, Brian. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Start the show. <laughs> just, I was just giving you Go shit. Go on. <laughs> nope. It's 4.57 somewhere. Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, it was our fault. We made a mistake. Spider said it was clear. I wasn't clear. And, you know, I, I didn't want to tear my car up, tear his car up either. I respect everybody and I demand respect. And, you know, I apologize to the guy when he came over the car, explained to him what happened. And then he took it to another level when he started calling me an idiot and whatever else. And I don't appreciate that. I'm not going to take it. I told him how I feel. I called him out. He didn't show. You know, and so you know, I'm good with it if he's good with it, but I'm not going to be disrespected by no means. Yeah, I guess uh, I had a dinner date at Applebee's last night that I didn't find out until it was too late. It's a shame. We love their riblets and boneless wings, but... Uh... Welcome back to Meet Me at Applebee's, your motorsports sucker punch podcast. I am Brian. With me, as always, is Rob and Ashley. And Rob is about to be doing a shot of tequila as we speak, so he's doing pretty good. Ashley, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great because I'm not drinking tequila. No. So. What are you drinking? What do you got over there? Like an uh, old fashioned or a, a little coffee and some mm. water? A tumbler full of Mad Dog 2020, the Blue Raz. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck that. <laughs> or Johnny Bootlegger, perhaps? No. This is... I'm going way off topic. We haven't even started the show, but have you guys seen that guy on Instagram who, like, cooks shit in a hotel bathroom? No. No. I, you know, I see a lot of weird shit, but I have not seen <laughs> it's that. fucking gross. And the, Are you, like, taking notes for tour? Uh, it makes me never want to stay in a fucking red roof ever again or wherever this guy's been. Because he just uses the, the bathroom in the hotel as, or motel. Uh, there's no hotels letting this motherfucker in there. <laughs> but just using the bathroom as his kitchen. And it's fucking disgusting. And the only reason this... I mentioned Johnny Bootlegger, and it made me think of this. Like he made like a beef stew, um, oh, and he God. used like purple Johnny Bootlegger <laughs> in the stew, nice. and it made yeah. me want to. And listen, I'm a piece of trash. All right, I I'm cool with a lot of that, but like when you're making a beef stew with Johnny Bootlegger in a, a motel bathroom, uh, that's uh, that's a bridge too far for me. But yeah, I'll, I'll, let me see if I can find this guy's name, and I'll I'll bring the, it up. The only at point in the show later. On. The the <laughs> only like or something. Hang on, I gotta. I'm just gonna find it. It's fucking disgusting. The only like similar story I have is uh, AEW pro wrestler uh, Darby Allen. Before he was uh, a big star, he used to cook uh, chicken breasts on his George Foreman grill in the Planet Fitness bathroom. <laughs> he used to do that all the time. So. That sounds more sanitary. A barfly seven 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 on Instagram. If you want to see what I've seen, which uh, I don't know if you do, but good God, yeah, it'll make you look at a uh, any motel room you stay in in an even more harsh light. If all the like, you know, cum and blood and whatever is everywhere doesn't already <laughs> skeeze you out, this is gonna to send you full tilt. Walk around hotel rooms with my eyes closed to my arms outreach. Yeah, seriously. Fully clothed, hoodie pulled yeah. up. Yeah. It's, yeah. Shit sucks. Well, you, you know who wasn't worrying about uh, hotels this weekend were the... Uh, Matt DiBenedetto? The, 
Well, he, he, he didn't have to be in a hotel this weekend, but neither did everybody in the Talladega infield, which is where uh, NASCAR was at this weekend. And Talladega's infield is known as one of the craziest partying grounds in all the circuit. And uh, one of the fun things uh, when NASCAR goes to Talladega, aside from the racing itself, is the Twitter thread the following day uh, when the, the track goes through the infield and takes photos of all of the... Uh, tents and coolers and and grills and all the random trash and bullshit that people leave behind on the I Talladega see this. I, I look forward to this after every race, every Talladega race. Yeah. Generally, it's it's a lot of the same stuff every year, but usually there's always like somebody still passed out the next day, and and you know. Yeah. De- definitely. Just a sea of Ozark Trail. Shit. Yeah. Since. <laughs> Since the all gas, no brakes guys got canceled, we're not seeing their videos of the infield anymore. So I guess that's the next best thing. They got canceled like in a, in a corporate way or in a whoopsie who said the, Oh, in a, in a whoopsie, I'm a sex pest kind of way. Oh, whoops. That is a big whoopsie. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, nice floral couch said that got left behind that. Oh, I'm sure it probably looks nicer than it was. Why didn't they light it on fire? That's my question. If you're going to bring a couch all the way to Talladega to abandon it, why wouldn't you light that shit on fire? Well, I mean, maybe you slept on it overnight and then you just got up and left the next day. What, are you going to burn it it's fucking six in the morning? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brian. On your way to Taco Bell. <laughs> on your way to the Taco Bell Cantina. <laughs> uh, oh, well, yeah. um... So, yeah, aside, aside from what happened in the infield, there was racing this weekend. There was, yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Again, I'm going to, this is my first, uh, there's probably going to be a lot of bitching about NASCAR in this episode. So, if you don't want to hear that, uh, yeah. maybe just ignore what I'm saying. But uh, very, very sad that we don't have Friday, Saturday, Sunday shows, the three day weekend. I love coming home from work and cracking a beer on Fridays and having qualifying on or a truck race or something. And, and um, yeah, it's just, it's always a bummer to see the two day shows now. I get why they do it. You know, but uh, yeah. especially for people who are camping out there and hanging out, uh, it would be nice to see three days of on-track action. But uh, anyway, uh, Saturday there was a truck race. There was an ARCA race. They uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of action at your local tow yard after that shit. I didn't watch any of the ARCA race. I have no I idea what the hell happened there. Was there was an ARCA race, wasn't there? Oh, I, I don't think at Talladega. I think at another track. Oh, that's right. That was Berlin. But there was enough for the the. Uh, or was it Berlin? I right, we're gonna have to delete this whole section because I don't know what happened on Saturday. <laughs> well, I didn't watch anything on Saturday. The truck wedding. The truck race felt like an Arca race. I can say that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a wreck fest like we all expected it to be. Uh, there was another uh, winner that I don't think was in the playoffs. I, f- I forget who fucking won. I mean, really, the big story of the race was the fight afterwards. I mean, if we're being honest. There's- yeah, Brett Moffat did win. Which oh, was, Brett Moffat. Uh, yeah, that yeah. fucking turd. Which was, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, trucks just seems to be where he thrives. You know, he is definitely good at it. He has kind of the balance of being a veteran and also being able to, like, handle the fucking amateur hour kind of driving around him. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a full-time ride, uh, you know, in in that 34, if I had to put money on where he's going next year. I don't know if there's any contracts or anything out there, but uh, he was kind of hitting it maybe going to to front row. And Zane Smith is going to be gone. They need someone who's, you know, talented enough behind the wheel to get it done and i think brett moffett might end up being their guy 
but uh, or at least I would have him on my short list because um, he doesn't suck as much as uh, he seems like not the nicest guy. <laughs> he definitely doesn't suck at driving a race car. So no, no. Uh, but like you said, he's definitely not the nicest or uh, most lovable guy in the uh, NASCAR division, and he's definitely not going to be getting a Joey Logano hair club for men deal anytime soon. That's yeah, for sure because he definitely needs it. Thirty-one-year-old man, right there. <laughs> If he needs to like wear his helmet a little bit looser or something, I don't know. But whatever it happens, male pattern baldness is the thing. But he definitely looks like a fifty-year-old fucking AutoZone manager now. <laughs> He's just touched his thirties, so you know maybe maybe he'll get that front row contract or something else will come up and he'll start getting some big checks again and he'll be able to you know buy a razor and shave it or something i don't know but you know just a word of advice to brett moffett you're a winner you can get it done now let's work on the uh let's work on the outside now and then the inside so yeah. <laughs> um that's true but that is true <laughs> again the uh, the big news i guess is the stupid fight that happened that uh we only saw the very tail end of this fight there were a couple different angles but uh to sum it up, uh, Nick Sanchez made, I, I don't know, an aggressive move on the track that resulted in Matt Crafton coming down on him and then wrecking a large portion of the field. Crafton yep. uh, confronted uh, Sanchez's team in the pits, but then afterwards waited, <laughs> waited afterwards uh, for the race because Nick stayed in the race. He didn't wreck out. Uh, waited afterwards, and depending on who you, you hear it from, may or may not have been hiding behind a stack of tires waiting to ambush Nick. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a few different <laughs> few different versions of this story. If you ask Matt, Matt will say that uh, Nick was running his mouth. If you ask Nick, Nick will say that he got sucker punched. Long story short, both drivers will be at Homestead next week. Uh, Matt Crafton will be out 25 grand, where Nick will only be out 5 grand and whatever uh, his stitches cost. And in his face but um that was all glue yeah so there was there was a lot of pearl clutching over this and mainly because after after getting punched nick was screaming death threats at at crafton which you <laughs> no know, one again, looked good in this entire yeah, entire nobody <laughs> nobody looked good but to for people to think that in the heat of the moment a 20 something year old kid who just got socked in the face by some fat fuck who uh <laughs> managed to win a title without winning a race um yeah. you know you, you you're gonna say some stuff you regret uh you know as you're being dragged away so yeah. i don't really take umbrage to that at all i mean shit happens he's a he's a child and he got he got he's not he's bloody. 22 years old i'm sorry he's, I don't, he's if, a you, child. if you if he's you if you if you are able to get out there and drive at talladega in a top level of nascar then you're a grown-ass man i'm sorry mm -hmm. you should if you can't handle yourself at that level on or off the track and that extends to matt crafton too then maybe you don't fucking belong there that's that's all i'm saying like if if Nick Sanchez, in particular, I'm not a big fan of this kid. He's pretty much the archetype of these sort of young truck series drivers who they drive like they'll never have to fix the truck. Then, of yeah, course, they never true. will. There's a lack of respect for the guys building the trucks. And who knows? Maybe, maybe they, always, they don't give a fuck as long as they win races, which they really aren't. So I would if I was working on that truck. But there's a big, there's a lot of money coming in. There's a big check, you know, coming from somebody. And they don't give a fuck. And they can play like it's racing out in the real world. 
And, you know, Matt Crafton comes from a different time. And, you know, I've got my own opinions on him, too. I'm definitely not a fan, and which is why this whole thing is so entertaining to me, because I don't like either of them. So, God, please hit each other again. Let's go to Homestead and see some <laughs> shit, you know. But I just, uh, yeah, I, I think if you are going to go out there and you're going to run in this series and you're going to drive like an asshole, which Nick does, it's not the first time he's done something aggressive to piss somebody off. He completely dumped Haley Deegan. I believe the IRP is where that was. Uh, he does a lot of aggressive blocking. He, he just, you know, does this all or nothing kind of asshole will never have to turn a wrench in my life kind of style of racing that we see from a lot of these young kids. And uh, I think that, you know, you deserve to get checked if you continually do that. And someone probably should. Now, if Matt Crafton jumped out from behind a stack of tires like a fucking cartoon character <laughs> and uh, sucker punched him, then that's some bitch shit, too. But, uh, yeah, I, I tend to I feel like NASCAR issued these penalties and I'm glad they were pretty soft. Like anyone like people scream for this sort of thing where there's personality or anger or whatever, you know, drama. And the second they actually see a real punch connect. It's the end of the fucking world, and Matt Crafton needs to go to jail, and oh my god, you know, like, fuck off at that. Which actually, I guess that leads me to the Darth of the Week real quick. There is this guy on Reddit who posted, his name is Dark Knight 2000 I'll call him out. He says, NASCAR's only justifiable option is to suspend Matt Crafton permanently. So, they gave him a championship without winning, so I think they're not going to suspend his ass. <laughs> yeah. Look, give me a fucking break. Come on. Like, this happens, like, once in a while. Like, you want these guys to be aggressive and all that. Like, you either ban fighting or you don't. NASCAR uses it to promote what's going on. They show, they, they post these videos as soon as they happen. You know, it doesn't matter whether it was the broadcast capturing it or not. Uh, it made it out there in the world, and they're going to use it to promote the series, and it's going to be a talking point going into Homestead and blah, blah, blah. So NASCAR needs this as much as they would like to probably control it. And they've always taken a pretty hands-off position here. So I, I think those penalties are appropriate. You know, uh, I think it's appropriate that uh, Nick's dad got banned. So Nick's going to have to deliver that $5,000 check to NASCAR himself. His daddy can't do it for him <laughs> because he got banned for taking a swing, I guess. But So it's very clear NASCAR knows something that the general public hasn't seen. And they've taken all the uh, accounts into, you know, whatever, and this is what they've decided. And I agree with True Love, who we, I don't know if you said this yet on the show, but, like, the penalties, uh, Nick's should be less than Matt's yeah. if you're going to do it. I definitely agree with that, but I don't yeah. think that anything higher than what we've seen here. I don't think parking him, either of these guys, you know, even though you can't be screaming that you're going to kill somebody at the next race um, or, you know, sneak attacking somebody <laughs> well i think i think aside from the sneak attack part it's just the fact that it was like very incredibly premeditated like he had plenty of time to think about what he was going to do once that race is over with and then he went and did that he was you know? scoping like he, out the best tallest stack of tires yeah he, maybe he got stuck in a stack you know and he had to get out and find what oh, that's not gonna work you know <laughs> yeah i don't know i uh crafton is my least favorite truck driver now that Johnny Sauter is basically non-existent. But, I mean, that's just the way of the truck series now. It's all a bunch of kids who are out there driving over their heads, you know, acting like, you know, they're never going to have to turn a wrench or whatever. But also, Crafton is just a grumpy old man who has made his entire career in the truck series. So if you don't like 
racing against inexperienced children every week, then maybe don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I agree with move that. Move on with your life. <laughs> I agree with that a hundred percent. I mean, and that's the thing. Like he's not only is he racing against these kids, he's getting beat by them. Yeah. No. You know, Thor Sport is a capable organization. You know, Ty Majeski is out there winning races and going for championships. You know, yeah. Matt Crafton has gotten championships before, but uh, he's greatly benefited from this playoff system, and he really hasn't been an active factor in the uh, traditional points chaser in a lot of these races. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, in, in a while. Yeah. So I can get it, but yeah, I agree with the true love. Like if. Uh, if you don't like the the room you're in, leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Easier said than done, I guess, though. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that wraps up the fight discussion. Uh, that brings us to the next day. Um, it it does. Real real quick, I I do want to uh, just shout out Greg Van Alstead, uh, Stuart Friesen, both getting um, fractured vertebrae as a result of uh, Friesen was a different wreck, but uh, Greg Van Alst got pretty fucked up in that uh, wreck that Nick Sanchez caused. So see, it, I I I you mentioned Friesen. Now I was concerned, obviously, because uh, he 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 is going to be running Oswego this weekend. But it's he weird he he posted that. Uh, that he was going to be running, but he didn't. He, he mentioned his lower back, but didn't mention that it was actual broken vertebrae. Vertebrae. It just sounded like he was sore or something. He mentioned like he mentioned the area, so I assumed it's a fracture or something like that. I, I want to say yeah. I read that, but either way, he got hurt. Uh, Greg Van Alst sounds like he's going to be out for a while uh, with that a fractured sucks. vertebrae. Yeah. So um, this is the kind of thing, and this is kind of like why I uh, am, you know, as angry as I not angry, I guess, but like. Why have an aggressive stance when it comes to kids like Nick Sanchez and all that? Because there are real life consequences to racing the way that uh, Nick does, and Carson Hosevar has. You know, he's probably the the big star when it comes to driving like an asshole in the truck series. But <laughs> like, there are consequences. This is still big boy shit. You know, and yeah. uh, you know, you see someone like Haley Deegan who gets a lot of shit for you know not getting good finishes but then she constantly gets wrecked by people and she doesn't race in that way she doesn't race in an aggressive way she does race kind of with respect and she gets punished for it so i well, we don't actually know how well she can race because she usually gets wrecked out before exactly well, that's what i'm saying like you, she doesn't play that game she doesn't get as aggressive as some of these guys do and she suffers for it and if that's the way that we're going to be racing in the truck series then you know i i don't necessarily think I like the future of where things are going if that's going to be the standard but uh, I don't know that's a discussion for another time I guess yeah we can we can save that for uh, the next time this happens but speaking of the opposite Sunday was pretty fucking clean it was but uh, you know I think watching the race last week from 87 really gave me a different lens to watch this race through if that makes sense because like granted it was an okay race and it was three wide three wide racing for most of the time and there weren't too many crazy wrecks until the very end and even then it was just the one two technically i guess ricky stenhouse was trying he was doing his best to oh he he did he did a good job of of taking out my boy ross that's fucking sure so that was great ran out Um, of gas yeah Uh, ugly ass bread car ran out of gas that really was the ugliest car. And, and JTG has pulled some stinkers out. 
when it comes to the paint job department. And See, this I, one, know some, I, I know some people are going to disagree. I, I didn't mind it from a conceptual standpoint. I think on the track it looked like shit, but as far as like the idea, I thought it was cool. Right. Um, it just didn't translate well to yeah. No, no, it didn't. Being visually um, a... Gross. Uh, <laughs> <it's> fucking gross. <laughs> you, you wanted to see it, Rick. <laughs> you did not want to see that car in Victory Lane with sprinkles oh, God, on top of it. Imagine? Or like whatever Jesus the fuck Christ. confetti. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was a long three wide dance. I, people people seem to enjoy it, uh, but I think it was just really really tense. That was the thing. Those last twenty laps. I know Ashley talked about feeling incredibly tense watching certain races finish, but I was just on 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 edge. Like like it took me a few minutes after the race to kind of like let my heart rate sit down because like it was just so fucking tense watching those two laps waiting for them to wreck and thankfully they did it right. as everybody was crossing a start finish line so we got like a real true finish Corey like joy just couldn't not push for like nope. ninth place <laughs> no he well he ended up fourth so uh i guess i, mean, I guess it worked yeah, yeah take worked. out a bunch of guys in front of you <laughs> yeah maybe you can pay nick sanchez is fine since they uh have the same sponsor so i just want to say I, that despite lajoy's best efforts chase still finished in the top 10 backwards and got us those free fried pickles at Hooters. Oh, oh. So, the only reason that. I like to see a that, top Corey. 10 from Chase Elliott is them pickles. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Riley bring an America together. Yeah. <laughs> Riley Herbst did actually pretty well. Uh, he, from everybody from Ford, it seemed like he was a great person to have behind you pushing. And, you know, he's pretty, to me, he's pretty well known for wrecking a lot in Xfinity, but uh, yeah. he managed to keep his car clean until he got wrecked by LaJoy as well. But I think he still finished ninth, I want to say. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to see these, like, younger guys like him and Carson Hosevar and all that. When, when they get into the Cup Series, it's almost like they kind of snap to attention a little bit because they know they're gonna. Kyle Busch is gonna come over there and pop their eyeballs out with his thumbs if they fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is your big audition. You can't fuck around anymore. You're on the big stage. So, yeah. I, and, and Riley has. I think he's only done plate races, right? I think so. Yeah. And he's pretty handy at them. So I. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. He he knows it's his chance. And uh, he he's been wrecking less. He's been running better in Xfinity. So uh, he has. Good yeah. for him. He has. But in the Cup Series in particular, Riley has stepped up a lot, and uh, he's kind of he's been in the mix of both of the ones he's run this year, I believe. I remember him I being know. up there in Daytona or whatever the last plate race he ran. He was kind of hanging out in the top 10, 15, looking pretty good. So he's in the Ford program. He's got money behind him. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see him in a Cup car, if not next year, twenty twenty five. But uh, I feel like it's going to happen sooner than later. I mean, we still don't know yeah. what the hell has happened at the SHR with the 10 car. So that could be a spot for him. Who knows? Yeah. Cole Custer is the, the big one they're talking about or that I'm hearing anyway uh, on the Internet. And it seems like the most logical one. He's got cup experience. And, yeah, you know, who knows? But uh, I guess we'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. but he did do a good job. So shout out to Riley Herbs for not sucking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ryan Blaney uh, managed to get his third win at uh, is it third at Talladega or a third plate race? I can't remember. Third at Talladega. Yeah, third at Talladega. So he ended up it was, again. It was a thriller of a finish, uh, barely edging out Kevin Harvick, who ended up getting DQ'd anyways. <laughs> Wouldn't have won the race anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, always you know. fucking around with those windows. Rodney Childers is. Yeah. 
It almost worked, uh, you know. Yeah. You guys remember Atlanta a few years ago when they they had the flexing uh, window supports? The rear window. The rear window. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking smart. He's like, well, that didn't work. Let's try the front window. Try the front. (laughs) (laughs) And it worked. So. Um, but yeah, really that, I don't know what else we got to talk about with this race. Was there any, any notes you guys had? Well, we don't really we talk about the playoffs a whole lot. Uh, it's probably worth kind of taking a look at those point standings and having a little discussion if you guys want to. Uh, it's uh, pretty tight at the bottom. And no one except for Denny Hamlin, who, by the way, I was calling all sorts of names throughout the race <laughs> for his desperation moves to stay on the lead lap, splitting the field, almost killing everybody. And like uh, then getting a pit road. Look, he finished third and is now 50 points above the cut line and essentially locked into the playoffs. Fucking kudos, buddy. <laughs> I'm not going to take back all the mean things I said about him uh, in private and public. Right, but yeah, but uh, wow. Fucking impressive. So yeah. thank God for the lucky dog, huh? Which he didn't get that one time. <laughs> that was pretty funny. He I'll, almost I'll killed everybody, and then Carson Hosevar gets the fucking lucky dog. But, um, you know, looking at the uh, the bottom four here, I mean, yeah, it's it, Kyle Busch is is in last place at the top twelve, and he's still only nineteen out. So I mean, he wants to it, pop his own eyeballs out at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's it's almost anybody's race. I mean, there's a, I would say Reddick's. Reddick's only two points out, so unless he has a bad day, uh, I'm sure he'll make it in because uh, Keselowski's not really known for his uh, road course prowess. Bubba's close. Bubba's only nine out. Chastain's ten out. Um, yeah. Oh, no, wait. Uh, Bush is 26 out. So, yeah, he's probably not going to make it. He's, he's almost going to have to win, I think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, it's, uh, it's going to be tight. And, uh, Kyle Larson was about 30 points above the cut line before his little, uh, Corey LaJoy's little, little dalliance. I mean, he's 15 <laughs> above now. So, I mean, he's, he's going to have to have a really bad day, too, I feel yeah. like. And then Martin Truex Jr., who is just checked out mentally, it seems, completely, and that team <laughs> yeah. is just not racing anymore, is still ahead of Larson in the points. It just shows you how important winning a regular season championship is. Um, but uh, I guess all of that, just my question to you guys is we're sitting on the edge of a cut race. Who do you think is going to Phoenix at this point? If you had to pick today. Um, Ashley, you can go first. Uh, Hamlin, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Byron will big hat his way into it. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this lights a little fire under Blaney. I'm hoping Blaney will make it. Uh, final spot. Drum roll, please. Uh, I feel like unless Larson fucks up big time this weekend, I think he'll uh, snake his way in there too. Yeah. See that that pretty much is my top four. I would say I would like to see Reddick over over Larson as a fan. Uh, I'd also like to see Reddick over Byron as a fan, but uh, Byron, I feel like he's, he's too strong and too consistent. Um, I would say out of the four Blaney is probably the one that I'm least confident, I guess. Um, But he's still, he's, he's good at Phoenix and he's good at these last couple tracks. So um, he's the last Penske car in it. So uh, 
I'm sure every effort that whole organization have has is going to go towards him these next few races. So, um, is there only Ford left. No, Busher Busher is in there, uh, and Keselowski's in there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, Keselowski's again. He's going to have to do really well this weekend to make it in because he's going to have to beat Reddick basically, and that's going to be tough. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the same same four I had last week. Uh, definitely William Byron. We all agree on that. Denny Hamlin, we all agree on that. He's just too fucking good right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Larson, if he can keep it out of the damn fence, he's running just as good as Denny Hamlin uh, in principle or on principle, so I, I got to keep him in there. And I, I'm going to say Martin Truex Jr. I really think that we're coming up on a strong stretch of tracks for him. Uh, if he makes it out of this round, which he's good at right. road racing, so it's I would say he's, you know, despite his recent performance, I think he... If there's a place for him to suddenly bounce back, I would say it'd be Charlotte, and then it's on to a bunch of places he's good at. So I'm still going to keep the faith there, uh, and I think Martin Truex will make it to uh, Phoenix. Unless this weekend Jimmy Johnson magically appears and Will hops and takes him out. Yeah, he just (laughs) from out behind a stack of tires. (laughs) 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 My God, it's Matt Crafton's music. Ash, are you still going this weekend or no? Uh, yeah, I'm going this weekend. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. But hey, real quick though. I mean, Blaney, you know, I got to say, you got to watch out for him too, but don't sleep on Chris Busher, y'all. This is a, he's been, he's been up there in the mix every single race recently. Like he's yeah. certainly somebody who can get this done. And I don't know if he's got in him to win the championship, but I, I would not be surprised. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. To see him make it to Phoenix, so. He's he's the sleeper pick for sure. Yeah. Um, no one's looking at it, so I, I don't even know what the odds are. But if you're a betting man, or a betting lady, or a betting they, whatever you happen to be, maybe it's a good time to go out there and get on DraftKings or whatever. And uh, no, I, I was looking at him. It. I was looking at him today, and he's I think he's like f- six fifty or seven fifty. I, I want to say to win the nice championship. Little so. pay out there, boys yeah. and girls. So. Yeah, there's only eight people to choose from at the end of the day, and I think Busher is going to be one of them. I think. You know, I don't think none of us think Kyle Busher is going to get this right. <laughs> no, it's no, over. Last one, turn one. He's driving straight into the heartburn turn to just end it all already. Yeah, through the safer barrier, <laughs> yeah. and all the way back to his beautiful I, fucking Mooresville lake house. <laughs> yeah, I think he's real fucking over it right now. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Oh, he sold his truck team. Have we talked about that? That was last week we talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was last week. Who knows what's happening in NASCAR? It's all, everything happens within a week of each other. So these shows always fall in weird times. I never know when we actually, <sighs> Iowa is the big news, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say. I mean, well, that, okay, r- real quick, too, before we get to Iowa. Um, so uh, Indy, Indy got announced to be coming back, but. Yep. Basically, the day after the fucking road course race, the track more or less announced it to begin with. So if people all of a sudden a month later were like, oh, it's finally got announced. Like, motherfuckers, the track itself said it without saying it the day after. I don't know why people were, like, shocked to see it officially announced because it was it was basically going to happen anyways. I mean, everyone knew, but, yeah, no, no official announcement had made it, and certainly not with the original logo and, you know— sponsor and all that shit so yeah. it sounds like it's gonna have a throwback bent to it as well which is kind of cool yeah um, so there's Darlington a chance seems to have shipped off a little bit from uh the throwback thing being exciting 
things. Yeah. So, well, when you do it every year and there's no organization to it and people just do whatever the fuck they want and there's, ah, oh, there's three cars with the same fucking Alan Kowicki scheme in this race. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, no, nobody, no, like, there, it, yeah. it is kind of a disappointment now because the effort uh, for that race is not put into it. We'll see what this year at Indy is, is like, you know, for the 30th anniversary. There's a, there's kind of a chance I'm, I want to go, yeah. even though I know I'm not going to be able to see shit. But, uh, you know, yeah, I we'll would see. like to go experience it uh, that the Brickyard 400, uh, the inaugural one was a really big uh, thing in my childhood. I was so excited for that race <laughs> when it happened because, you know, I grew up being a big IndyCar fan. So uh, I thought it was really cool to see those worlds collide. And uh, after, you know, a few years of, of road racing, I'm happy to see NASCAR go back and give it a shot with this new car and especially to embrace the or at least try to embrace uh, the enormity of what that event is and its status as uh, an unofficial crown jewel. Because NASCAR doesn't really have crown jewel events, I guess. But you got to count Indianapolis in there um, on the Oval as being one of them if, if you do. So well, I'm excited they, to they, see that come they, back. Rob, they still have crown jewels. The 500 is crown jewel. The 600 is a crown jewel. Southern 500 is a crown jewel. But is that a thing that anyone ever is actually an official thing that we talk about? Or is it just something that fans talk about? Well, it was a thing forever until people stopped sponsoring, like, you know, uh, those races as, like, special events and, like, oh, Winston will give you X amount of money or right, the Noble Five and all that. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess in that sense, the prestige isn't quite what it used to be, but they're still, those are the races. Like, they are the known yeah. races. Those are I, the ones you want to win. Exactly. And that said, I'm, I'm happy to see NASCAR gain uh, such a legendary facility back because it just isn't the same on the road course, whether you like the racing no. or not. It felt weird seeing them kiss the bricks after winning the road course. I agree. Honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so yeah, Iowa. Uh, yeah, cool. Iowa's back. Another, That's cool. Not going to Canada. Richmond. <laughs> not going to Canada. We're going to Iowa instead, which is, you know, I'm excited for it. I've wanted to see cup cars there for a long time. So that's yeah, neat. Same. I don't I don't know if I need to see another Richmond on the schedule with cars running the way they are, but it is what it is. That'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tracks where the cup cars don't run so well, but uh, other truck cars do. Uh, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour was at the mighty North Wilkesboro Speedway over the weekend. They put on a hell of a show on Saturday. Did you guys watch that at all? No. Uh, I watched the little highlight clip that you sent us. Yeah. So I saw five minutes worth. It was it was great. It was a great race. Um, makes me regret not going. Looks like there, there was a shit ton of people there, which was awesome. Yeah. You usually don't see crowds that big, especially at the Southern Tour races. Uh, but yeah, that place was pretty packed for a, a modified tour race. Um, I, I, I would say the only crowd that probably rivals that is the one that shows up at Loudoun. So that's fucking huge. Um, they <laughs> were supported by the uh, Carolina Crate Modified Series, and they had to pause the feature because there were so many fucking wrecks <laughs> to get the NASCAR race in. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Classic uh, B-Mod behavior seeping over into the pavement world. Uh, my dude Austin Beers was on the pole and fucked up on pit road and ran over a hose or something and threw it all away. Uh, and then Money Matt Hirschman came in and uh stole the show uh big battle between again ron silk and justin bonsignor for the uh like fourth or fifth place but for the championship pretty much and they go uh still separated by two points into thompson uh this coming weekend if they get it in with all the rain coming fuck my ass it never stops up here (laughs) 
It hasn't been a dry weekend in his, I don't know how long. But, yeah, if, I recommend watching the highlights. I'll probably post the link to it. Um, that is my uh, Uncle Rob's fucking septic tank race of the week is the Wheel of Modified <laughs> Tour at North Wilkesboro. So fucking cool to see that facility back, you know. And I'm, I know you guys were there in person. You probably didn't watch the broadcast. But the way they filmed that place and the way the signage pops on television and the way it's lit, everything about it just looks special. Well, and I'm, that carried all the way over into the modified broadcast where it's just a couple cameras for flow or whatever. You know, it, it looks amazing. And it makes me even more pissed off that I didn't make it down there. And uh, I've kind of changed my mind about maybe wanting to go to the all-star race yet again because uh, it just looks so good. You know, I mean, it, it comes across that way in real life, too. So it's good that, that yeah. it was able to be seen that way on TV for sure. Yeah. So. It doesn't take much, which is it says a lot about uh, what the effort they put into the facility. So, yeah. What also, else we got in your uh, septic tank there? Well, I just wanted to say before we move on, the last race on that surface uh, that's been there since uh, the 80s, I believe. Yes, they are going to be repaving it for next year. So I guess we'll, I don't know, I'm on the fence. Uh, after going once, uh, and you know, I, I, it's still tough for me to get to want to go to any of the short track races with the cars running the way they are but yeah maybe I think the other series well. are going to put on a show if they go there though the cars tour races are good the modifieds yeah. are great and it'll take a few years for it to you know kind of work its way in i think so we might see some uh some different faster different kind of racing you know but uh yeah my hopes aren't too high for the cup cars still but i think everyone else will put on a good show and i don't know it seems like even if that all-star race was boring to watch in person as it was on tv you know even though i enjoyed the shit out of it um of course you did it's got to be nice to sit out there (laughs) in that place (laughs) but what else happened in the short track septic tank this week uh bc 39 was this weekend at indianapolis on the little uh not not the road course that's right there's another racetrack out there for all you uh uh, non-short track folks there's a little quarter mile bull ring they built uh, over by the golf course which I'm sure the golfers love to get pelted with dirt clods uh, when they're out there trying to get a late 18 holes in but uh, Justin Grant beat his teammate Thomas Meserol on that that was a great battle unfortunately uh, another uh, vertebrae injury Austin Barnhill flipped in one of the heats and uh, he's going to be out for a little while recovering so thoughts and prayers and all that shit with him uh Ricky Thornton Jr. picking up a big win at the Pittsburgher in the Lucas Oil Late Model Series out at PPMS. That's a really dirty-sounding racetrack name, and I hate saying it out loud, but I'll do it one more time. PPMS. And uh, that locks... He's already locked into the uh, Lucas Oil Final Four, which, again, they have their own stupid playoff championship thing, uh, like NASCAR does. It's a little different, and I'd say it's a little more similar to what we saw, um, I think, anyway, in the uh, Nextel era. So it's a little better, but still, RTJ going to a place uh, to face off against Jonathan Davenport, uh, Hudson O'Neill, and Devin Moran, a track where all three of those guys are better than he he is at. So uh, he's probably going to lose the Lucas Oil Championship this year by virtue of the title-deciding race being at a place that he runs like dog shit at, which uh, I hate that. But anyway, uh, Brandon Shepard also completely shat the bed this weekend, decided to switch to a uh, Bloomquist chassis uh, for the race at Raceway 7, another fucking weird racetrack name. A weekend at Raceway 7 and PPMS. How about that? <laughs> sounds like sounds like ChatGPT made that shit up. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. 
But yeah, he decided to switch to a different chassis and just completely, uh, no one knows why he did it. There's actually a great Dirt Tracker live video that kind of breaks it down and he's just as confused as I am. But uh, <laughs> this just completely lit his chance of going to uh, Eldora with a shot at the title on fire. Um, sorry. sorry, Brandon Overton, excuse me. My bad, not Brandon Shepard. V-Ship's cool. Uh, what else happened here? Uh, Mike Marler won on a Friday night again. Bobby Pierce won there too. And then... Uh, Sam Ramo wins the Smart Modified Tour race uh, down at, where the fuck was that? Who cares? Uh, Radford. Uh, so it took another, yet another Yankee coming down to the south and showing the southern boys how to run a modified. So that's Uncle Rob's short track septic tank. And uh, actually, one more thing before we move on to uh, what you guys want to hear, which is our video of the week, because it's going to be fucking, it's, it's a good one. Um, my personal favorite late model driver, Johnny Scott, um, him and his brother Stormy, they're both from Las Cruces, New Mexico. Twin brothers running in the uh, Lucas Oil and uh, World of Outlaws series. Johnny is selling all the shit and hanging up uh, his helmet and calling it a day in racing. Uh, it's a sad day for me. It's, it's always cool for me to see somebody from New Mexico where I'm from go out there and uh, you know compete on that at, at that level and um, have some success. You know, I think Stormy probably won a little bit more than Johnny did, but uh, you know. Uh, I've got a bunch of Johnny Scott t-shirts and hoodies and the whole thing, and people look at me like I'm crazy when I go up to the racetrack wearing them, because like, how the fuck do you know who that guy is? And he's like, I don't, he's just from New Mexico, and I got a route for my own, so uh, I'm going to raise my little bush heavy here up for uh, Johnny Scott for a, a career, um, a hard-earned career, and I hate to see him go. I'm not really sure why he's retiring. I know he's had some health issues or something like that, or that's what I've heard. I don't want to say anything that I um, can't confirm, and... Honestly, he's been very quiet about all of it. Maybe he's just tired of it. I don't know. But uh, he's he's selling all this shit. So if you want to buy a couple of nice Longhorn chassis, uh, then uh, <laughs> talk to old Johnny because he's uh, he's selling the shit. So that's Uncle Rob's short track septic tank. Clem on down here with me next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, the only note, uh, note I have is I do plan on trying to go to uh, Super Dirt Week at Oswego. Uh, only Saturday, though, because I've got it's my birthday week and I got other stuff going on. But uh, as of right now, like Rob has mentioned, the Northeast has just had the absolute shittiest, wettest year uh, for racing. And uh the chances of rain from Thursday to Monday range from 60 to 100%, uh, with 100% being on Saturday. So while I'll be in the area, uh, we'll see if any racing actually happens. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice, but, uh, you know, I'm going to make the effort. So if yeah. you're out there, give me a shout. I mentioned Thompson earlier. I will be there in theory for all three days of the Thompson World Series at the Thompson Internet Thompson Thompson International <laughs> Raceway. Uh, and we'll see what we get in. But it uh, looks like Friday night looks okay. Sunday looks like it's going to be pretty clear. So there looks like there'll be some racing this weekend. But, uh, yeah, maybe come find me in my fucking Jetta, and we'll drink a beer in there while we complain about weather. Yeah, pack your little ponchos in your Walmart Crocs. Oh, I got them. Uh, I got the real thing right here. I take my little gibbets out, you know, my little croc charms that's right i got those oh, by the way nascar <laughs> drivers maybe you should start making those huh I, no, i'm no willing to bet you can find some somewhere not there's, that i've looked there's but not there as many as you'd expect i i again I've i don't looked. know i don't know how many i should be expecting <laughs> if you like luke combs though there's a lot of those <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker's got his own line 
of uh, CROCs. So killing on those things too. I feel like I see those things at flea markets and stuff, but I mean, again, I I wear my Crocs fairly rarely, so I don't really need to accessorize them at all. Unbedazzled. Yeah, they're they're totally fine. I wear them in sport mode. They're sport mode sometimes. Other time, most of the time, just casual mode. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't need charms on it. Yeah, I only put them in sport mode when I'm driving, because I don't want to lose a croc under my uh, <laughs> my brakes or anything like that. You know. That's fair. Jesus Christ. Uh, as far as my own little tidbit about your septic tank short track, whatever. Um, my boy Chase Elliott got him. Got in a dirt lake model over the weekend at Talladega. Oh, he did not. That's make right. But uh, <laughs> Corey Hedgecock <laughs> was there racing too. So Corey Hedgecock went at the. Uh, he did win at the. Uh, yeah. I wanted to call it the Ice Bowl. That's the opening event. That's not what it's called. Talladega Short Track. I did not know Chase raced that. I missed that entire yeah, fucking thing. Either. He made the little surprise, surprise appearance. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe you should spend a little more time in a dirt lake model. They're fun. No, it's just for funsies. Yeah, yeah. Just for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we do Darf first? Because there's Darfs to talk about. Oh, I we, know there's Darfs. We, we mentioned them briefly. Yeah, I didn't ha- hand out a punishment or anything like that. Um, but uh, I guess it would be uh, my punishment for our Darf of the week uh, for thinking that Matt Crafton should be thrown out of NASCAR for all of eternity <laughs> is to uh, is two hours in a laser tag uh, arena with a bunch of children uh, just pushing him into a corner and repeatedly lighting him up so he can't shoot his gun. If you ever had that happen to you, uh, it is traumatic. So um, <laughs> those kids are fucking ruthless, man. So that's that's for my Darf of the week. Um, what was what was his name again? Dark Knight Two Thousand. Darf Knight Two Thousand. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> True Love. <laughs> only 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 the coolest and most stable people uh, have any sort of. Dark Knight reference in their screen oh, name Batman profile. <laughs> Talking about Batman. He honestly yeah. probably works at the local laser tag and he this happens to him on Yeah, he gets bloodied up by forty yeah. seven year old men. Yes. That's why he's so angry. <laughs> he sees himself in Nick Sanchez's shoes. <laughs> um so yeah, I guess that brings us to the video of the week segment and it's a stark uh change from last week's video because uh there's no racing on this one uh just, not at all <laughs> just a battle between two teams on family feud uh we got team mayfield versus team harvick and uh well this is 2004 right was when yeah, this, this is from? Two, yeah. this is 2004 so jeremy mayfield is driving uh for Everham Motorsports, he was he was doing. I've, I'm pretty sure he made the chase this year's first year of the chase. Um, and Kevin Harvick, you know, he's still in his baby Harvick era. Uh, he and he and uh, his wife Delana are, are still looking like children here. Kevin still has all of his hair, and it's all still brown, uh, which is which yeah. is uh, forgot what he looked like there. And also, Richard Karn is still the host. That's uh, Al from Home Improvement for those of you keeping score at home. This is not the great Steve Harvey era just yet. Well, yeah, I was going to say, so uh, we, we'll start off the show. Let's, let, let, me, let me make my gripe about 
Al here. Uh, uh, what? Just like a complete lack of charisma and not funny at all. Like, I don't know why the fuck they picked him to be the host of this show. I mean, Ray Combs, uh, you know, again, <laughs> had a very dark ending, but uh, was tons of energy and tons of, 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 he was funny, but also engaging with the uh, contestants on the show. And then obviously you have Steve Harvey now as the host who there's all sorts of. Unhinged. Uh, you know, yeah, just, just complete <laughs> chaos with him as the host. And you, know, you see the viral clips of the, the shit that people say all the time. You get none of that in this show. It is just uh, awkward answers. It's very family friendly. And I, yes. think, I think it was when this show was still trying to find its footing with a new host and see where it, it sat. And, you know, again, Before Steve Harvey moved on to Louis Anderson. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot he was even part of this, too. Yeah, I liked Louis Anderson, but uh you know, he's no Steve Harvey. Let's just say that. Yeah. Definitely um, a weird era of game shows where everyone was trying to replace folks. Cause this is uh, around the same time that Bob Barker left prices. Right. And they brought in Drew Carey. Right. I think so. So it was a lot um, of this like next generation, you know, trying to find how you're going to keep these giant franchises alive. Uh, kind of yeah. like NASCAR actually. <laughs> yeah, <kind of. laughs> Interesting little uh, <laughs> parallel there that I hadn't thought of. Um, this video, so there were a couple different rips of it online. Um, one was broken up in parts, and maybe the quality was a slight bit better, but this one was all in one piece, uh, so I decided to, to use this one for the playlist. But it was titled, uh, Best Family Feud Episode Ever. Not even fucking close. I don't, maybe this person is just a huge Jeremy Mayfield fan, and that's why they picked really that title. hopes up about it, and... Yeah, I mean, I it... it let me let me get into my actual notes here because uh, I have a fair amount to say about this. Uh, so basically, again, it's Team Mayfield versus Team Harvick. Uh, you've got both the drivers and their wives, and then each team consisted of a couple different like crew or PR members. Um, like Harvick, the one, the last guy in Harvick's crew, Kirk. They just said he's our guy. Like they didn't, he doesn't ha didn't have like a specific title. Like he wasn't like a PR guy. He wasn't like a crew member. They just said he was like a guy. I don't know what the fuck that they means. They said he was the pilot, the team pilot. Yeah, that's what I. What really? See, I didn't hear that. I thought I heard someone throw that in at the end. I don't know. Maybe I misheard. Maybe. Um, but either way, he, his his title was, was a little less defined than no, else's. Nobody on Harvick's team has an ounce of charisma either, though, if you want to talk about that. Uh, that all goes solely to the awkward Jeremy Mayfield family. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I... Uh, didn't necessarily expect the outcome that we got at the end of this, but uh, yeah, Team Mayfield really had it all together. They they took very good at Family lead. Feud. <laughs> yeah, they they did they did very well. Um, you know, uh, the questions, like we said, are pretty tame. Again, this was this was 2004. They had a show car there that was all painted up with the Nextel colors, and again, first year of the chase and all that. So um, it makes sense as to to why these guys were doing a show like this, I guess is to help promote the sport and all that and the changes within the sport. But, uh, the questions were asked, they were all incredibly PG. The answers were all very like not even PG G rated really. If we're talking about uh, rating systems or whatever. Um, the first question asked, uh, what the fuck where are my notes here? Name something a driver might do before a race. Now, again, the, the answers provided are just asked to random fucking people. So the answers we get are a little bit all over the place, but you would think that the people involved in the sport would give better responses. 
you know, Jeremy Mayfield answered the bathroom uh, first, which again makes sense. And he's, you know, they all fucking do that. And that was like the fourth answer given, like the fourth ranked answer given. Shocking. Um, (laughs) Be higher ranked. uh, Kevin Harvick said driver's meeting. What (laughs) fucking idiot off the street is going to say that? Oh, they go to the driver's meeting. Yeah. (laughs) What? Absolutely. Giving very specific answers. Yeah. Yeah. Complete. Brain dead answer by yeah. Kevin Harvick. Yeah. Uh, who's trying to do her shopping at, down at the local mall? Who's getting surveyed? Yeah. Well, they adjust the track bar. That's for sure. They get that thing uh, hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we go we go through the the uh, the Mayfield team first. Shayna says a meal, which wasn't on the board. Uh, Josh just said gets in his car like that was his answer and they they accepted check car as uh, the number two answer which again what the fuck does that even mean again nobody knows what the hell these these uh, you gotta walk around and kick the tires do. you know make sure the blinkers work uh, the yeah, the next the guy stick. yeah give the horn a couple to- toots <laughs> <laughs> make sure the inspection's been taken care of uh, the, the next guy on the team says puts helmet on, which that was on the board. Uh, Brian, the PR guy, says uh, meet and greet with fans or, or you know, sponsors. Who the fuck's no. going to answer that? Uh, Mayfield, again, uh, you know, he's the last person to answer. He says, uh, do a couple talks lines. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A couple. Yeah. <laughs> Get fucking stumped. Oh uh, so uh, May- the Mayfield team, uh, they answered three questions or gave three three bad answers. So uh, Harvick's chance to steal, uh, and <laughs> they say put like you know, uh, click your seatbelt or whatever. That's not on the board. So uh, Harvick <laughs> loses the points. Uh, Again, <laughs> the, the top answer. The top answer, though. I was that so annoyed by this answer. The fans asked this on the street. <laughs> Number one was pray. What's like, fucking insane? What? Like, but is it though? Because uh, it's part of every fucking broadcast. Right, I but guess. I didn't expect it to be number one with like sixty-four yeah. people saying it. They didn't find a hundred of us. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fucking That's, heathens. Did they survey at the local Baptist church? I mean, yeah, they did. God damn. Um, the other answers that the teams missed were rest. Again, rest? What the fuck? Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, you get a good uh, nap in, you know, yeah. before you... Drink liquids, which makes sense, and then yeah. get focused. Again, another one that just... No. Richard Petty didn't drink strange. liquids. <laughs> he did not drink liquids. Uh, other news: My mom randomly met Richard Petty today. Uh, she she they were just decided to drive to North Carolina for no reason and went to the fucking museum and there he was. So nice. Uh, you know, there's my little thirst for the day. Thirsty as ever, Richard Petty was. <laughs> Um, the next question. So the next question. Uh, this is where the show starts to go off the rails. Name a part of your. <laughs> what's that? It's PG thirteen right here. Yeah, it gets yeah. it gets PG thirteen here. Although it could, it, it could get R and it doesn't get R, which which annoys me. But um, yeah. round two, name a part of your body. Uh, name a part of your body if <laughs> you'd be surprised to hear your grandma gets pierced, which is such a fucking show. weird question. <laughs> the best part of the whole show. Uh, 
Shayna Shayna takes takes the the answer or, or or gets the 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 best first first response with the nipple. Uh, bosom was the answer provided by the crowd, but yeah, she she and she was she right. Was, <laughs> she was right. She was bursting at the seams there. She probably just got her nipples pierced like last week. Yeah. So it was fresh on her mind. <laughs> Um, I just thought that you couldn't say nipple on television in uh They seem so appalled that she said nipple. And it says bosom up on the board, which yeah. is not a word that has been used since the 1930s. No, so. no one's piercing their entire bosom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just one, one big bar. Grandma! <laughs> Uh, Delana gave uh, no's as her answer, which was right below the nips, but uh, still did not get control of the board. Uh, going through the team, uh, Team Mayfield, uh, the first guy answered belly button, which, yes, that was on the board. Uh, no the next guy. His mama got his. Yeah. <laughs> next guy said eyebrow that was not on there uh brian the pr guy said tongue which yes that would be very surprising 11 people uh, said tongue yeah uh jeremy said lip which no uh and he he met the lips up top not the ones down below which nobody fucking gave that that hey that would have been a very surprising <laughs> thing to hear from grant hello it's your that. vagina <laughs> <laughs> there we go i was hoping that voice <laughs> What COVID uh, when I made that reference? There it is. Um, and then Sh- Shayna was the last person to answer, and she just gave the most deflated, like I don't know, fucking your ears. And somehow ears were on the board. Actually, the most normal to thing to get pierced. She wanted to say. Yeah, she wanted to yeah. say vagina so bad, but yeah. she got she did. scowled at for saying nipples. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't remember the actual word. <laughs> <laughs> so. So uh, we're at we're at the end of round two here, uh, and Team Mayfield is up 114 to zero. Now the race was to 300 points. Um, the next round. Well, before you before we move on to the next round, I, I want to bring up the commercials here, um, because this particular rip of the video that we were watching is just the perfect encapsulation of just the black hole void that afternoon television. In the early 2000s was well no here's here's the thing though this was definitely not ripped in 20 uh, 2004 if you it was it was probably ripped from the game show network because it was uploaded 10 years ago and based on the commercials i'm gonna say this was probably aired sometime between 2010 and 2012 because those commercials that were on there were not from the early 2000s like like i i'm no, enough but, of a commercial connoisseur that that's Every, right, but it's still the, a perfect encapsulation of just how I haven't watched television in the middle of the day unless it's a NASCAR race in a long time. But this so is I will, just like reminds will, me of working at Quiznos when I was like nineteen doing dishes, and it was just vapid. Every what commercial I, wh- was geared at elderly people. Yeah, for sure. And I, I will say, as someone who a lot of times during the day, I'll have like. Elderly. Yeah. Uh, fuck, fuck you. Um, a lot. A lot of times during the day, I'll have like CNN on, or uh, maybe sometimes Tubi. I'll put Tubi on uh, and put some random old shit on. And uh, any broadcast TV, these commercials are still pretty much like this in 2023. So yeah, they haven't really changed much the last decade or so. Uh, but they're all just trash old people commercials. There were zero NASCAR commercials, which again I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting any commercials in this broadcast. Uh, to be honest, but there were none NASCAR related because again, this was on like the game show network or something. So, uh, they were all, 
uh, pretty boring. But since we're on the subject of commercials, we might as well talk about the best one. It's not till the next commercial break, but since we're on the subject, let's talk about uh, the glasses that were uh, zoomies. Zoomies is what they're called. Zoomies. Uh, (laughs) So these were binoculars that you could wear on your face, basically. They were the goofiest. Basically, the... Who doesn't need that? The the meme of the eight... The eight-bit cat or dog with the glasses that come down on it, like deal with that deal with it meme. That's what these glasses look like in real life. Um, and yeah, it's just these it, it, stupidest fucking things. And they're only ten dollars. And I looked up they the website. So cheap. It was the website, unfortunately, also. Yeah. The website is no longer active, unfortunately. You can buy really? the domain name. You can buy you the can domain buy name on for eBay. Four grand. Shocked. Yeah, they're on eBay for twice the I, price. Oh well. It's still a bargain at that price. Um, so that brings us to round three. Around yeah, round three of the questions. Uh, points are doubled now. Uh, this question was name something women leave all over the bathroom. Now there again, there are women in this game. Each team has a woman uh, on That's it. A fact, yeah. And yet somehow these answers did not line up uh i think the first guy scott said hair like just hair all over the fucking place <laughs> hair everywhere and uh it was on then the board. josh <laughs> it was on the board it was number three and then uh the the top answer was underwear but they accepted it as clothes whatever fucking reason uh another guy says makeup which is on the board uh the one guy brian says just says brushes like just multiple brushes over the fucking bathroom <laughs> jeremy jeremy says hair dryers <laughs> he says multiple hair dryers like maybe there maybe shana has four or five hair dryers for cooking different things in the bathroom who the fuck knows but um (laughs) i can't say that there's i've ever been in a household myself that's had more than one hair dryer in it for those of you who might not know what we're referencing just google jeremy mayfield real quick (laughs) yeah (laughs) spend five minutes if you're listening to this show, you should know the answer. Um, yeah. But for the couple out there, yeah, just Google it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Shayna answers jewelry, uh, which, again, isn't on the fucking board. But then we go to Team Harvick. It's their chance to steal the points and even up the score. And what is, what's their answer? Magazines. <laughs> and he threw his wife under the bus here and said, Delana said that. Was fucking magazines. Classic. No, magazines are not on the fucking board. So uh, now, now Team Mayfield is up two sixty six to nothing. We go into one more round, and this is triple points. Really, it could it could it could be anybody's game at this point. And nope. Uh, let's see here. Just like the NASCAR playoffs, you know. Yeah, uh, Harvick's team does gain control. Um, the question is, name something babies do multiple times a day. And uh, Harvick's guy Billy answered "cry" uh, immediately, which, yep, that was on the board. I think it's it was the first one. one. Babies can only do a couple things. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it was cry, poop, eat, and sleep, the which the whole nipples. team. Sucking on that pierced teeth. So, (laughs) both sides. With this actual successful round, this gets Team Harvick uh, within a couple points of Team Mayfield. So now we have a sudden death. Whoever gets the top answer moves on to the final round. Um, It's Kirk versus Brian. Something people do at a scary movie. And Brian just, it's a complete walk off, says scream, and that's the top answer. So Team Mayfield is going to the finals. Now, 
these guys were not playing for any money for themselves. Uh, both teams were, uh, you know, their charity was Victory Junction Gang. So it was 20 grand to win was going to go to the Victory Junction uh, camp, no matter who actually won the fucking thing. And uh, I don't know. The last round is just, it's just, they call it fast money. And uh, you just have to get 200 points. And, um, they did it. I don't know. It was it was definitely less thrilling than the other three rounds that we saw uh, throughout the rest of the show, and it was yeah. just kind of like, oh, that's it. They got the money, and the show's over with. So, uh, I, again, I if Steve really Harvey, like, uh... oh, sorry, oh no, good. I, I was just gonna say I, I did really like uh, Josh's answer to name someone an athlete my credit for all their success, and he said, oh yeah, Michael <laughs> Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he even knew he's like what the fuck did i say that like yeah. just the Great body answer. language when he said that was Excellent just like what answer. Yeah. i also love um shanna uh jeremy mayfield's wife like anytime like you know i was gonna say al borland which i will al borland richard karn <laughs> would kind of give her like are you sure you know that sort of thing she had this like confident little struggle like well yeah like <laughs> just the look on her face is fucking hilarious like yeah asshole i said what i said <laughs> so i appreciated that very much so, uh, again, this episode was not really as entertaining as I hoped it was going to be, but, uh, I think it's, I think it's, it's always fun to look back on these, uh, non-race videos and just kind of see what the sport was doing out off the track, uh, in certain areas. Well, this was and, part of uh, a NASCAR week, so this wasn't the only episode in this, this chain. Yeah, they said week, but I, this is the only one I could find. Yeah. Um, I looked as well. You, the others aren't on YouTube, but I know there are more episodes of this. But also, just the reach of of NASCAR to be even as you know much of an afternoon kind of game show Family Feud was for them to be able to have that kind of pull and be showing up on a bunch of different networks and a bunch of different capacities. Uh, certainly, well, a, an indicator of where the sport was back then versus yeah, where I mean, it this, is now. This is this was pretty much at the height. Uh, you know, things would start to turned down towards the end of the 2000s but yeah i guess let's let's pose this question though uh knowing where family feud is now and uh with steve harvey as a host who would you guys want to see uh be the drivers on the show to do this in 2023 jeremy mayfield and kevin harvick Okay, well, um, <laughs> I bet you, I can't think of any current drivers to be honest with you. I bet you, uh, Dale Jr. would be great on there. Just, yeah, I think Bubba would do good. Well, I was gonna say, Bubba I was gonna too. say, yeah. Yeah, and Bubba Ryan Blaney, be, maybe, you know, Bubba would be good. I would not want to see Denny on there, although I think he'd give some really fucking bizarre answers that would make no sense at all. Yeah, nipples, um, yeah, <laughs> every question, um. Uh, fuck. I think Corey LaJoy is enough of a cheese dick asshole. I know he, uh, just be, being who he is, he's also a kickball guy. I'm sure he'd love to be on that fucking show and really ham it up. So I, I kickball guys well, I are like that, bro. He, it's a, a real he thing. He's definitely yeah. a pick me guy. So he would be, yeah, begging. Yeah, he, 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 he would be good. I, I think Logano would be good on it too, because he's, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's a, a goofball and, and very charming in a way so i think he'd be good he's, on there he's good on tv yeah charming um, joey logano I, I joey logano off the track i i i i enjoy him i think he's a good commentator i think he's funny i think he's self-deprecating in a sense and uh um i just i i, I enjoy hearing him do commentary i guess cindric would be good too i think yeah. now that now that i'm 
I'm talking I about like goofballs. Maybe if they did like a, a team, not necessarily like a family. Like maybe like twenty three eleven versus like Penske or something. That way you could have multiple drivers. That would be good. Not yeah. a NASCAR driver, but I'd love to see Tyler Carpenter on here <laughs> uh, versus Scott Bloomquist. That would be my uh, yes. Holy fuck! That like would be. Imagine the shit you'd hear on that. <laughs> Steve Harvey would just walk off the set. I'm sure yeah. multiple times. One look at Tyler Carpenter and he would say, "Nope, yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here." <laughs> Uh, just a walking cigarette. That's quite literally. <laughs> <sighs> um, so uh, next week uh, for the video of the week segment. Uh, so Chris Akatamaki was a huge part of the Talladega video and yeah. really a big part of, of motorsports broadcasts up until the 90s. And uh, next week, we're going to be watching uh, an episode of Dave Despain's Wind Tunnel, uh, which was a show on the Speed Channel in, two th- in the 2000s about Chris Akatamaki. Um it's all about him, all about his career, his personality. Uh, you know, for those who who if that was your first taste of Chris watching last week's uh, race. Uh, you know, you should you should see more of him because he is yeah. just uh, every second he's on screen, um, he's entertaining. Uh, to me, I you know, and this is a really grandpa reference, but I think he was probably Motorsports' uh, Andy Rooney uh, for the time period. If, if, if you know. Well, they called Only him the, the dean oldest. of the dean of motorsports, so I, I I would tend to agree with that assessment. That's a pretty fair thing to say. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be all about him. Uh, it's a nice little forty-five minute video. Um, so that will be on the playlist by the time you hear this. And also, uh, Dave we'll Despain is probably my favorite modern racing personality. I fucking love that guy so much. Yeah, he's. He's he's really great, and it's interesting to hear him talk about his career now because he was on uh, Dinner with Racers a year or two ago, I want to say, yeah. and it's it's interesting. He was never really a NASCAR guy, even though that was a huge part of his career. But he was more into motorcycles and whatnot, and, yeah, and motorcycles, that's how, and sprint cars, and all that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's uh, he is just a really interesting character as well. So uh, yes. any any time you can watch watch him do stuff is is worth watching. So. That will be next week. Well, real quick before we shove off here, uh, we haven't talked about Kenny Wallace yet today, and I feel like we need to because <laughs> Kenny Wallace is hopping in, in a late model. He's running the Cars Tour race at South Boston this weekend, folks. That's right. Kenny Wallace back on pavement. I'm so excited. Hell yeah. No, no one else cares? There. It's going <laughs> to I guess uh, Herman, what are you doing on asphalt? And I said, well, I'm running a race car out here at South Boston Speedway. He's got his glasses on and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will Jughead be there? There, I guess that's the question. I don't know, actually. I don't know if he goes to pavement races. Herman, it's your vagina. <laughs> Oh man! That's Imagine reaching, reaching tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kenny oh. Wallace is running a South Boston in a Cars Tour, so that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, well, he was supposed cool. to run in North Carolina like a, earlier this year, but it did get rained out. So yes, yeah, so I'm assuming this is the make update. Yeah, it is. Well, so that's this weekend. Uh, we already mentioned uh, we're all going to be hopefully doing racing stuff this weekend. Um, so if you see us at one of the three tracks, 
as always, say hello and have a beer with us or do whatever. Uh, talk about your <laughs> vagina health with us. It's fine. Don't, Please don't. don't do that with me now. <laughs> <laughs> Enough creeps on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ask Brian about that. He, he's oh, the yeah. guy. He can tell you about it. He's your guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, use the code, ask me about my vagina at Speedway Screens. Speedway TSJ on Etsy. Uh, Rob, Rob's doing my plugs for me this week. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's fine. Well, yeah. Um, so, yes, speedwaytsj.c.com. Uh, meet me at Applebee's on Instagram. Meet me at the Bees on Twitter. Speedway screens on all the things. And here's Ashley. Wow. Uh... <laughs> you really threw me off with that one. You know what's coming. Yeah. Worse than yeah, normal. The delivery. <laughs> It's still, it's still staying down true love. Are you going to yeah, change it? I'm, I'm over it. I'm over that. Yeah. <laughs> Stra- strangers come up to me and call me Snake Mountain now. So it's nice. my legal name. Snake. But I will be at the Roval. So Saturday and Sunday. Say That's hello. exciting. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. So you, you'll be there. You'll be there all weekend. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. For what uh, may or may not be the last race at the Roval. They haven't. Uh, yeah, I've been to all of them, so yeah. check that off the list. You going with anybody we know? Nope. I'm going to fly solo. Damn. But I think me and Brian's friend Jeremy's going to meet up with me at some point. So That's He's cool. supposed to be spotting for Jordan Taylor, but I don't know. Something about some yeah. license. Well, there's always friends to run into in Charlotte, so. Yeah. yeah. I will be staying on Jay's couch, too. So. Well, there you but go. He's got to work. He's got, like, a real job to do with the track, so. Yeah. Jay Pennell on Twitter, if you don't follow him, uh, he works for Racing America and does a nice little job of uh, covering a lot of short track stuff and a lot of NASCAR stuff, too. So also his book just got reissued. And uh, I don't have the name of it in front of me. I'll make sure to mention that next week. Yeah. So uh, yeah. congrats to him. Talk about that. Oh, it's my turn, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Rob Motes underscore unofficial on the Internet. Like I said, I don't talk about anything on there. So it's just a no reason to follow me. Uh, but my band, These Wild Plains, uh, we will be playing some shows coming up. I've mentioned these before. Nothing else new besides these two. We're coming to Richmond and Charlotte pretty soon. October 13th, the Thirsty Beater. Thirsty Beater? Wow. wow. Thirsty Beaver in Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. And then October 14th at the Camel in Richmond. Uh, also a brand new piece of music coming out on October 13th. Uh, first new single in a couple years, I guess. So. Uh, yeah, all that's coming up and you can find us. If you just type these wild planes into the internet, you can see all of this, but, uh, looking forward to seeing some of y'all. And, uh, like Brian said earlier, if, uh, you catch me out at the racetrack, uh, let's have a beer together. And I'm sure that goes, uh, for everybody else here. So yeah. And may, may uh, the rains stay away though. True love has the best chance of not getting rained out. I suppose. Yeah. It's supposed to be real clear and nice. Well, I can at least run in the rain with NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I have a feeling I won't be seeing any racing this weekend, but uh, who knows? Things could clear up. Damn. Also, shout out to fucking Chief Petty Officer Chris Davis, good friend of ours from our fantasy league. Uh, he just got a nice fat promotion in the Navy, and uh, I'm supposed to be seeing him on Friday night, so I owe him a nice tall fucking Budweiser off the off the taps at Thompson. We'll both get sick together off that. And congratulations on the the big promotion there, bud. Can't wait to hang out with you this Friday, uh, if God allows it. So, well, time to pack his poncho. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
cool. All right, folks. Well, uh, thanks again for joining us at Applebee's, and we'll talk to you next week.